2: Will somebody please pay that man?
1: This is what you dream of when you're a kid, you know? You really do, hitting a homer to, to clinch a playoff. And for it to happen, it's kind of kind of amazing. It really is. That
2: was like the perfect ending. Unbelievable. It's all hail in the free edition of the AJC Braves Report podcast. This is episode five, and this will be a fun one. After a night that Braves fans and Braves themselves will remember for a long time.
1: i had a lot of cool moments in my career, but so far I think that's going to top them right there. But hopefully that's not the last cool one. God, I don't know that I've ever been involved in a game like that. Just the intensity and everything that went on and back and forth. And my God, that was something
2: else. From the press box at Truist Park, I'm Jay Black with AJC Braves beat reporter Gabe Burns and our columnist Michael Cunningham. Freddie Freeman sends Atlanta to the National League Championship Series in back to back seasons with a dramatic eighth inning home run off Josh Hader. Final scores five to four. And men, that was quite a night. Yeah, man. Great atmosphere at uh, Truist Park. Um,
0: I liked what Snit said that he didn't even really remember the playoffs last year because there was.
3: You know, the atmosphere, but this this is what it's supposed to be like. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, it was the loudest I've heard truest Park since, I mean, since this place opened up uh, several times tonight. Just a, a really special atmosphere, uh, a really crazy game. You know, obviously the 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 talking point is is Freddie winning it there with the homer off Hader in the eighth. But just a lot a lot to unpack there. A lot happened, and look, this is a franchise that went 19 years without advancing. In the postseason, and now they, you know, they've done it back-to-back year. So certainly, there's a there's a higher standard around here now, and, and they're moving forward.
2: Got a lot to dig into about how we got here, but first, a reminder that your subscription funds our journalism and this podcast. So we thank you for that. And if you're not a subscriber, go to ajc.com/slash battle atl and sign up today you can keep up with the braves during the postseason and get a hank Aaron tribute book unlimited digital access to ajc.com and the e-paper starts at just a dollar a week get this special offer now at ajc.com slash battle atl all right here's freddie on what happening is josh Hader.
1: In those no separate situations like against him uh, in my whole career i just kind of look location against him he throws all his heaters up so was I looking for an o-, o slider up? No. I was just kind of looking up, and, you know, he threw three straight sliders to Dansby, so I just kind of looked up and away in a location, and he threw it there, and I was able to get it.
2: <laughs> sure did, swinging a drive and gone to left center field, and, and and Gabe, I mean, to me, that one just truly came out of nowhere because Hayter was just so overpowering against Rosario and Dansby.
3: Yeah, there's nobody better than Hayter. Uh, you know, Snit just called him the best closer in the game, and he is. You know, he hadn't given given up a homer to a left-handed bat this year. I think he's only given up like what seven in his career. Um, he's he's a spectacular player. He's, you know, top top of the elite. And uh, for Freddie to do that in that moment, I mean, that's why he's the MVP, and that's why he's the face of this franchise.
2: Michael, how much did Freddie's price tag go up tonight? <laughs>
0: right, should have already paid the guy by now, in my opinion. <laughs> But I just want to say that that uh, how cool would it be to be so good at baseball When he's like, I wasn't really looking for a slider. I was just looking up. So basically <laughs> – He gets a
2: hanging slider, it, doesn't see it, but it wins the game. He's
0: good enough to just look for something up, whatever it is. And, like, you think if he's – Most – even good hitters are like, if they're looking fastball, they're going to blast it. But he said, I'm just looking up, and it's a slider. So he's – so good that he can wait that, you know, whatever split second and still drive that opposite field off, you know, the best close in the game. That's just got to be a cool feeling to be that good at baseball. That's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> I I wish, I wish. you Just I would like to know what that's like for five minutes, just to be able to, to have that moment that, that very few do that, that Freddie had tonight. And and Gabe, I think the, the best stat I saw is uh, in Josh Hader's career, Freddie's the only lefty to take him deep twice.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's that's Freddie for you. I mean, Craig Council kind of said it was just best versus best, and the Braves' is best came out on top.
2: Now to the other big turning point in this game, and if we decide to change the name of this podcast, which, which we're still taking um, nominations, one I have now is something to the effect of this podcast is not reviewable. <laughs> Braves fans let the umps have it after another... Bizarre ruling from instant replay, or at least what it appeared, that pop up in the fourth inning that Milwaukee's catcher Navarez drops, but Urias is there for the catch. And no, apparently you cannot look at that one again.
1: I get what they were saying, but because it was a foul ball, I, you know, and there's no runner type placement, uh, I don't know that that, you know, that it, it might not have happened before. I mean, I get it that that call was unreviewable, but the crowd, like, really got into it and it fired us all up. And and we were able to tie it back up that inning.
2: All right, so that's Travis Darno. Let's let's get to the rule first. And here's what it says: An umpire's decision whether a fielder caught a fly ball on a line drive in flight in the outfield before it hits the ground is reviewable. But fly balls or line drives fielded by a defensive player in the infield are not eligible for review. Mike, Michael, I, I get it because you know if it's on the infield, it may be hard to place the runners or something like that. But but still.
0: MLB's got an issue. I keep hearing this place the runners thing. I mean, I I think the goal should just be to get the call right. Yeah. (laughs) Not really worry so much about placing the runners, but getting the actual play right. Uh, Yeah, that was very confusing. The fans were very unhappy. The PA Uh, announcer was very confused. Yeah, he said, you know, it's been overturned. But, um, and apparently the umpires just had to go to call New York. To check the rule, which, <laughs> which they is not barely re- know either, which isn't reassuring. But <laughs> yeah, uh, that's one of those weird baseball rules.
2: Gabe, you've seen what fifteen, twenty bizarre instant replay
3: situations this year alone? Yeah, they've had some weird ones this year. Alec Boehm still hasn't touched home plate. Nope. Um, they <laughs> they've certainly had some strange things. I mean, what? Well, I mean, that's just embarrassing for Major <laughs> League Baseball. I mean, this is obviously it's a huge game, a large large portion of this country's watching it and, and and to have something so stupid unfold i mean ML, mlb just needs to get their stuff together with some of these rules
2: and credit to eddie rosario for getting the two run single there just a couple of batters later as for the pitching tonight charlie morton gives up two wascari noah gives up the other two but besides that the pin slams the door
1: we always say ben but don't break down there and i feel like we did a pretty good job of working through traffic when we got some guys on and just, you know, never really giving in and um, staying with Travy and the game plan the whole time.
2: That's Will Smith. Michael, I know he's had a very shaky road, but Smith's get all three saves in the series.
0: He did. That's kind of been his deal, right? Like the the bottom line is he gets the saves, but I mean, let's be honest against a better team, which the Braves will see in this next round. You don't want your closer to be having a lot of traffic on the bases like that. Um, because then just even, like, singles are trouble, you know, when you get the traffic on the bases. So you'd like to see more strikeouts, some pop-ups, instead of uh, all this traffic on the bases. But he got it done.
2: So your concern meter for Will Smith has not gone do- gone down any as we head to the NLCS?
0: No. I, I think I said in the last podcast <laughs> I'm a three-true outcomes kind of guy, and he's not that kind of pitcher, really.
2: <laughs> no, no. But, but, Gabe, besides, you know – You know it was not necessarily a regular reliever. You throw him out, they combine to give up zero runs in the playoffs.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, Braves pitchers, they gave up six runs in this series. And um, I think the Brewers should certainly feel bad, uh, and they do, obviously. Uh, But their hitters should certainly feel bad about the way this unfolded for them. I mean, it, it wasn't from a lack of opportunities. They had plenty of chances. They got guys on, and there was just a lot of whiffing strikeouts really piled up they weren't able to convert with runners in scoring position and a lot of credit goes to the Braves for that but also you know the Brewers were a team that was built on pitching and their pitching pretty much lived up to what we expected it to um, throughout the series but they they still I mean they couldn't come up with the hits where they needed them and you know they were 0 for 20 with runners in scoring position before they finally got those two hits when they went out to a two to nothing lead and in the you know in the bottom of the inning they, they've already lost the lead they did it Back-to-back innings, so I mean, credit to the Braves certainly, and I think that that's the kind of series that can prepare them for what they're going to see from one of these California teams.
0: Yeah, the uh, Giants. I really like the way they play. They put a, a lot of pressure on you, man. You know, not necessarily. I mean, they can hit bombs, but they don't have to. They'll just you know keep keep the parade going around the bases, and that can be uh, real trouble for a pitcher who doesn't. It wasn't sharp that day, and we all know about the Dodgers, and as, I don't know, there's if rain won- coming down here. If you're and-
2: wondering what the, the, the sound effects you're hearing is, the blowers are right above us. It's a late night here, and the cleanup crew is 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 knocking the trash <laughs> off the upper deck, and it's coming past the booth that we we're barring right now. Is that right confetti? So it's a li- it is a little a little distracting as the trash falls on us uh, here on, on after game. <sighs> it's a little on, on the nose. <laughs>
0: They're not podcast fans.
2: No, but but uh, but speaking of of um of celebrations, all of this adds up to uh, another special scene in the Braves clubhouse, and it's led by you know who. Of course, it was Jock.
1: Of course, it was Jock spraying champagne everywhere with a cigar in his mouth, and of course he had his pearls on. Um, yeah, he he had a lot of fun and the pure joy, you know, in that clubhouse. Um, you know, that's everything we've worked for since February is to get to the playoffs and then keep moving on and moving on. So. Um, I, I I don't know if there's really, I could repeat or remember anything. It was just, we were just so happy in that in, in the locker room. And,
2: and Gabe, I loved your tweet right after the game. I think it kind of sums up how their feeling is, um, quote, as you said, this Braves team is an incredible story.
3: Yeah, it is. Uh, when you think about this team was eight games back at one point, this team lost its best player.
2: And best pitcher.
3: Yeah, uh, it, it, <laughs>
2: and and, and, and their outfielder spent some time in jail.
3: Yeah, uh, they have had a lot of things go wrong, and they remade their team kind of, they remade their outfield on the fly. Um, they weren't above 500 until early August, and in this series, they fell behind 1-0. I mean, that was a tough loss in game one. Um and of course it didn't spiral at all they bounced back they win three in a row and resiliency has really been the story for this team and and this series was just another example of that with the way that they were able to win and you know it was really it was a tough situation they ended up outscoring the Brewers I I think it was 12 to 5 but the series was closer than that differential would indicate
0: and I think um that's a good perspective to have that this is a good story for this team and you know I've written that a few times this year that Especially after Acuna went down, I said, "Man, winning the division would be a really good accomplishment." But sometimes I get emails from from readers saying, "No, but now what? What are they going to do in the playoffs?" And I understand that because they've seen so many great teams here not win it all. That teams full of Hall of Famers and they only got the one World Series. So, if you're a Braves fans, you're like, "The division, so what? We won the division." But I don't think you should lose sight of that, especially under the circumstances this year of Acuna going down. Uh, the best pitcher going down. Um, so much went wrong. For a long time, they couldn't get above 500. So I think I would encourage Brady's fans, even though I know that they want more, to kind of enjoy what they've got so far. I mean, they're in the NLCS, and I, I wouldn't have thought that when
2: uh, Acuna won. I mean, the, the team that came out in April, World Series contenders. The team you saw before the All-Star break when Acuna went down, not even a playoff team. The team they have now, probably punched above their weight just a little bit, but definitely a, a extremely solid ball club.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, they have the pitching. We talk about this in the postseason every year. I mean, they have they have two really high level starters, and Ian Anderson is right there with them. I mean, you could certainly say three high level starters. And that and look, they they won eighty eight games, but when you factor in pace and you look at that, this is a better than an eighty eight win team. Um, obviously, considering how they started and what the adjustments they made, so. You see an 88 team against the 95 win Brewers, but this was, you know, closer obviously than that.
2: And it would not be 2021 for the Braves without having to overcome some drama again today, like Jorge Soler's got COVID.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting in my office and the medical staff came in, you know, a couple hours before the game, and um, you know, said he had tested positive, and I was like, oh my god. For a second, you're just like, what else can can happen to the Atlanta Braves this year? It seemed like everything that could go wrong had gone wrong, but we kept coming back and coming back.
2: So, Gabe, what does Porche's
3: diagnosis mean for the NLCS? We'll see. Uh, it's a it's a TBD. Um, but you know, the, the series begins on Saturday. We're not. You know, Snit didn't know how much time he's going to be spending on the IL. Um, obviously, I mean, they confirmed it, that he did test positive. So. It's just a wait and see, but that, I mean that's that's a loss for him. He's been he was one for eleven in this series, but just the at bats he has. I mean he he was pretty key for this team. Uh, they moved Dansby to lead off. He he had that double. I mean he had some he's had some good moments, but uh, you know they they're going to need Solaire. They're going to need it. They're, they're going to need all of they have against one of these two teams.
2: Yeah, that 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 means Jock's probably got to start now. Every game you lose that potential bat off the bench, even though Rosario sat the bench tonight uh, it was able to pinch hit going from Solaire to Pache is a bit of a drop especially offensively the rule is as I understand it though it's not like a regular injury once he has cleared COVID protocols he can return to the roster no matter when in the series right
3: yeah that that's correct and look Pache he doesn't offer you anything offensively so the so the scenario here is he's just a he's just another defensive replacement and he's another guy you have that if you're in a pinch, I mean, they're obviously they were running out of guys tonight. Had that game uh, kept going, they were down to Gore and Pache, and I mean, I mean, to be honest, Max Freed is probably a better pinch <laughs> hit option than than either of those guys at this point. So you weren't impressed by
0: Pache's? He got a couple
3: hits in last year's playoffs. Come on. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he was four for twenty-two. I want to yeah. say it was something like that. So.
2: And he may have had four hits since then.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 been a tough go for him, um, but. Again, he at least he's been, he again he played it he played in each game in the NLCS last year. So uh, you do have a guy that he you, he has that experience now. And if it comes to it, you have.
2: Him. Is this the time we bring up Adam Duvall running the bases again, or we just want to forget about that and enjoy the night? He <laughs> got he got got off the hook again because that almost cost him another run. But now let's move on. And for the first time since 2001, the Braves will be able to play for the NL pennant at home.
1: Oh, we're, we're super excited. I mean. They both had over 100 wins, um, so I mean they're both they're both great teams. Um, we're looking forward to playing either one of them. Um, it's going to be a hell of a series, uh, a lot of fun.
2: And Michael, as we record this, the Dodgers are on the verge of forcing a Game Five. Who should the Braves want? I mean, they should want the Giants, but as I said, that's also tough. Hey man, it's, it's
0: NLCS. Whoever you plays is is going to be good at this point. Um, I just think the Braves are tired of seeing the Dodgers. They've eliminated them, you know, so many times recently. And the the Dodgers are the Dodgers. They they're always going to have death, you know. They lose one great pitcher and they just, eh, we'll just trade for another one.
2: Go get the go get the Cy Young winner.
0: Yeah, I mean, no big deal. And uh, they're deep in pitching, which they showed on last year's NLCS. So I mean. Even if you, as we saw with the Braves, even if you get a lead in in a in a series against the Dodgers, they got so much pitching that they they kind of beat you with the attrition, and that's before you even get to their lineup and their stars and and their defense, which you know you got Mookie who does all that, and um, so I think you'd rather you'd rather see the Giants, but you know that wouldn't be easy either.
2: If it's L.A., the Braves. We'll have home field advantage, which seems like an oversight because the Dodgers won 18 more games but did not win their division. If it's the Giants, you'll be heading to San Francisco to open on Saturday. Gabe, how does Atlanta stack up against both teams?
3: Yeah, I mean, they're going to be underdogs, obviously. Uh, you know so They were kind of underdogs here. I saw it back and forth. But, uh, yeah, I mean, both of those teams are really, really deep. Um, the Dodgers are, of course, star-studded, uh, and the Giants just – I mean, they do so many – when we were out there, um, when you watched them, they just do so many things well. Are you a believer in the Giants? Well, I mean, they won 107 games. So yeah, But it still
2: seems like nobody you know, keeps waiting for them to fall apart and – well, yeah. they, may,
3: they may not do the World Series. Yeah, I mean, people just kind of kept waiting and thought this was, you know, all the talk entering the year was San Diego against L.A. And, I mean, San Diego just completely folded. We saw them out there a couple weeks ago, and they, they had already packed it in. And
2: they're now hiring, so.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, credit to the Giants, uh, you know, Farhan's really good at his job. Uh, Gabe Kapler is a guy that the Braves and their fans are obviously familiar with. And, he's, yes. and now he's managing the best team in baseball. So, I mean, look, both of those series are going to be tough. Like Michael said, you're in the NLCS. It's not, you're not drawing the, the Mets or the Phillies here. I mean, this is, this is big time now. And if they, if they do get to the World Series, then, I mean, Houston and Boston have really good clubs. So it's, it's going to be tough. Uh, L.A. clearly has, uh, has had a mental edge on this franchise for a while. So for that reason, um, the Braves have won in San Francisco recently. Uh, so for that reason, of course, you would you probably favor, um, play, fa- favor playing the Giants, but they would at least have home field if they played LA.
0: Tonight was a good reminder, though, that the Braves have Freddie Freeman, right? That like he's been kind of quiet, and then all of a sudden, bam, oh yeah. I'm the man. <laughs> the MVP. I'm
2: the MVP. <laughs> Do you, does Atlanta make any roster changes, or do you think this will be fine for seven-game series?
3: I mean, we'll see. It's going to depend on which team they're playing. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to make a few adjustments, I'm sure, but again, we'll see about the Solar situation and, and how, they, how they want to match up with either team.
2: And a reminder for all your in-depth Braves coverage in the playoffs, you can go to the AJCE paper, get more than just the score with insights and analysis on the Atlanta Braves in our expanded after-the-game page's in your e paper. That is a subscriber bonus and you can get that throughout the entire Braves postseason run. And, and men, what did you guys write about? what will we see in the e paper uh today? Um, I wrote about Charlie Morton.
0: Honestly, some of that was because of deadline. <laughs> 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 no, but I think he did he did a good job to keep them in the game. I mean that it could have got away from him, right? If Charlie Morton goes out there and he gets rocked first, second inning, now you're in big trouble for him to get into the fourth. Um Got charged with a couple of runs. Uh, I think you, you take that, especially when the, when the Braves came back and scored right in the bottom of the inning. So Charlie Morton got you even basically. That's that's good.
3: Yeah, and I just wrote about what kind of what how everything unfolded tonight, what it means, uh, where this franchise is going, and you know what Freddie Freeman has has been able to do, and uh, Mark Bradley also did a nice column on uh, Freddie's big moment.
2: All right, so all that's in the e-paper, AJC.com, and we will have a complete coverage now of the National Championship Series right after each game right here on the AJC Braves Report podcast. I'm in. Enjoyed it, then y'all enjoy your time in the National Championship Series. Thank you. Good night.
0: When you're looking for leading cardiac treatment, look to Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with five emergency cardiac care centers, so we're here when you need us most.